Welcome to another episode of The Big Question, presented by Friends of Film, a podcast taking an in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss what is the best way to reboot a movie franchise. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, once again joined by a man dying for a reboot of Blade, Josh Straley. I, I, I just really want Wesley Snipes back in action, but... Not much of a reboot. Well, I know. Yeah, yeah, John you, Boyega. Exactly. Did you see? You think you shared that artwork mm-hmm. um, on the Friends and Film Twitter feed this week or last week? This past week. Yeah, this past week about it, and that is pretty epic. It is. But you could also bring Wesley back and reboot it with him, but just start from square one, right? Yeah. I, I mean, we'll talk about the various models you can do to reboot, and there is a there'd be a way to do it to uh, keep Wesley around in some capacity. I would love that. Uh, but hey, everyone, don't forget, you can get all of our latest updates on Facebook and Twitter at Friends and Film, and you can check out the rest of our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And if you can, on iTunes, please leave us a review. It really helps. Yes, it does. So, as you mentioned, this week's big question is about reboots of movie franchises because it seems like the next and sixth movie in the Die Hard franchise is going to be some sort of reboot, uh, I hope, unless they're going to go de-age or something. But yeah. there was word this week from the tracking board that Conjuring describes Chad and Carrie Hayes are currently set to rewrite the script for Die Hard 6, which was previously pitched as like Die Hard Year 1, where you would see the origin of John <laughs> McClane in New York as a young cop, which is... Oh. Basically, Gosh. what Die Hard was, but it was actually cool. No, but I mean, like, yeah, yeah, but no, it. The first one is him becoming like. A, it's him becoming Die Hard. Yeah, him becoming like the I'm going to break all the rules. You can't stop me, and you can't stop me. Type of a, like unstoppable John McClane. Yeah, and this one's going to be like unstoppable John John McClane before he became before he uns- came cool. Unstoppable, <laughs> yeah, like I don't. It's a bad pitch. It's a. I am rolling my eyes at anyone who would greenlight this, especially after the last few installments. Mm-hmm. And then people are looking at Death, Death Wish's reboot. Yeah. And that thing was terrible. What are Bruce, we doing? Yeah, especially with, with Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think there's still potential for another Die Hard movie, but... There was like an idea floated around a couple years ago that like Nakatomi Plaza has like this anniversary party, brings John McClane back Ooh. to like honor him. Yeah. And then like stuff goes down again at Nakatomi mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, he, he's got to do it again, which like right. is a better concept than what was John McClane like before <laughs> you became the pe- the person we all like? Yeah. Nobody cares. Like, and if you do the year one thing, like he can't do anything that spectacular because then it just makes what he did in, in Die Hard the norm. Right. So it's like it takes away all the specialty of it. Yeah. Once you have John McClane jump a helicopter or jump a motorcycle into a helicopter, yeah. there's no going back. Yeah. I mean, we don't we don't care about what happened before that. No. So No, we don't. But Boy. so that idea, the constant talks of different reboots in Hollywood, uh, and the need to for us and the want for us to do other topics besides just Star Wars, DC, and Marvel, even though we love those topics very dearly, mm-hmm. we, we need to do some other content. And uh, this one, it felt like a timely week to do this, talk about movie reboots and what is the best way to do them because we've gotten a lot of really great ones recently. 
but we've also gotten some stinkers, you mm-hmm. know? So what's the best way to do these reboots? Think, or is there one? I don't think there's one great way to do reboots. Okay. But I think there's a formula for, I mean, not so much a formula, but I think there's some good models out there uh-huh. um, and some bad ones. Can I throw out my first yeah. one? All right. I think it's the Jurassic World model. Okay. Acknowledge, but ignore. I am still very unclear about Jurassic World's path going forward. We do know the first film happened. Yes. Yes. But there's two other films in there that I have no clue about at all. The Lost World and Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic World was pitched as a reboot, but again, you know, we're in this upcoming Fallen Kingdom, Jeff Goldblum's there. Uh-huh. So obviously... The first one happened. That same not, character. Exactly. And we learn right away that characters are like, oh, the first thing happened, but no one seems to remember dinosaurs getting loose in San Diego. Yeah. So if you are going to reboot a franchise and you want to pay homage, pay your homage, but then just get going in a lot of ways. Um, your setups can be nostalgic, but you need to move away as soon as possible. And strike out on your own or else you're going to be called derivative your entire way through and at a certain point people are going to stop paying attention Mm -hmm. Jurassic World's already got that problem you know coming up right now but um, when you can create your own cast of characters that are uh, able to hold on to their own Mm -hmm. as well as you can play off of ideas that have come before in some ways but still be new and fresh. Right. I think that's one way to successfully reboot a franchise. Okay. So what about like the Star Wars approach? Okay. They've done it a couple different ways. And it, even though I don't want to say they're, te- they're, they're complete reboots. Mm-hmm. I mean, reboots is a loose term. You can pull a number of different ways. Sure. But like the prequels rebooted Star Wars because it brought the franchise back in a new way. Okay. Force Awakens did the same thing kind of mm-hmm. where – you get a whole bunch of new characters, but instead of just like, oh, yeah, those other six movies happened, like, you no, know, like, Han and Leia are super important characters in episode seven. Luke's a very important character in eight. Yeah. And in nine, who knows <laughs> what's right. going to happen? But, like, those, there are still continuing threads in all of those movies that I think help reboot it in a nice way where people can go into those movies going, oh, Star Wars. Yes. I love those movies. Oh, those characters that I loved in it too? Great. Mm-hmm. Oh, it also has great brand new characters that I'm yeah. going to latch onto and want to see more of? Excellent. The baton method. Yeah. Where you, you pass it on. I think another great example of that is Creed. That's right. Yeah. Creed, I think, is more, is more of a reboot than you know, Star Wars is mm-hmm. because it's, the focus is completely on Adonis. Yeah. You know, yes, a, you know, Rocky is there. But he's not the center of that story. He's very much involved, obviously, but you know, and they develop his character in interesting ways by giving him cancer and everything. But that's Adonis's story. He's the focus. And as we move into the sequel, I hope they do the same thing with that, where it's still Adonis's story. It looks like they may be calling a little too much back and getting a little too involved with the previous For movies. Sure. But I think that's a better way to reboot a franchise bringing in a young new star that is 
different, but still embodies the same ideas that this franchise has been about before. And yeah, pass the baton off and then let Michael B. Jordan or Daisy Ridley or Chris Pratt or whoever run with it and take that franchise on moving forward. I think that's a really great way to go about it. Um, But then I have another way you can go about this. And this is a pretty popular one, um, especially up through the 80s and now, but it seemed to be wavering. But I'm going to call it the Bond reboot. Mm-hmm. where we have our, our titular hero. The name changes, but they just go on different wacky adventures. Not that Bond's adventures are wacky or right. loony or anything like that, but the character remains the same. People who play them add their own little spins, mm-hmm. but they keep going. They never look back. They never really look forward either, but they just make their movie and keep going. Um, obviously, Daniel Craig's been one of the longest-serving bo- James Bonds we've had, right? He's going to yeah. make history with the fifth film. Or, the f- yeah, Quantum Solace. Yeah, it'll be his fifth Casino film. Casino Royale, Skyfall, Spectre, mm-hmm. and then the untitled, presumably Danny Boyle-directed film. Yes. So, like you said, the essence of some of the characters is still staying the same. Someone's still embodying because it's the same character. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of their attributes are there. But we can see so many directors, actors, and stories told all with different spins as they update them to reflect uh, the modern day Yeah, in a lot of ways. Now, you could argue that gets tedious, but as long as you're getting quality out there, mm-hmm. people will forgive anything. Because, I mean, listen, no one's gotten tired of James Bond yet. It's because usually the movies are pretty rocking when they come out. Yeah, um, Quantum Souls and Spectre are... Quantum Solace is terrible, but Spectre's still elaborately done and well-made. Mm-hmm. It's just doesn't really live up to Skyfall. Yeah. Or anything like that in nature. But then there's also, as a caveat to that, in the 80s, early 90s, beginning of the 2000s, we had Batman sort of as mm-hmm. the American version of that. Keaton, Kilmer, uh, Clooney, yeah. and Bale. All Batman, which is weird to say, <laughs> but they... Um, and they had their multiple film franchise, and then they had multiple films. But except was, for Clooney, except for Clooney, he or no, a, except for wait, Clooney, Clooney yep. and Kilmer only got one. Right, they all had their one-offs, mm-hmm. but they all got to put their own spin on it, and it kept going. It was a kind of an understood thing. Uh, yeah, we're changing Batman's as we go. Who who really cares? I mean, up until I guess now, yeah, but, everybody cares <laughs> exactly. But the embodiment of the character was the same. And most of those stories turned out good. The Keatons are great. The Kilmer and the Clooney is what it is. But then, you know, we get to Bale and we have a three good runs. Right. You know, done by Nolan, who um, kind of, I mean, he's English, so I'm going to just tie those together with Bond. <laughs> okay. But we, you get to have someone that the character gets to stay the same, but the stories take different takes. Um, they open the worlds, they close the worlds down, they focus on central themes, and you get um, a pretty good linear story of one character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a, a good way to do it. It's more of, you know, I think it's it's similar to the past and the baton thing. I mean, in essence, all of these different methods of reboots are in some ways the same because unless True. you're doing like, all right, we're going to reboot, bad boys but mm-hmm. instead of being an action comedy it's a it's a romantic drama and it's <laughs> okay. like 
uh, okay. Right. <laughs> You're just using the name at that point. It's mm. not that much of a reboot. I mean, it still is a reboot. Um, but it's it's done in a very different way, and you're changing the way that this franchise is viewed. Sure, uh, I think any other type of reboot, the more standard model, uh, you know, you ha- you keep the essence of the characters, essence of the universes, um, even something like Jumanji recently. Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle yeah. rebooted Jumanji. But it did it in a completely different way. But it still had it still had that fun aspect of it that the original Jumanji had. It still had the lovable characters, but they updated it. And I think that's also an important aspect when you're looking at reboots is you need to update them for the time. I think that's a way to make it more successful um, because you have you know like uh, with Creed, you know, it's mm-hmm. more people are going to uh, connect with Adonis's story than they are like the immigrant story of Rocky. Right. And like, but like Jumanji, like you just reboot it. You bring in fresh, um, funny, recognizable actors to play out of body characters. And that's a fun way to reboot it. Still using the Jumanji name and still Mm -hmm. using that idea that the, you don't play the game. The game plays you sort of thing. Yeah. But in a completely different way where instead of it being a board game and you're in the yeah. real world, okay. you go to a new world and like, but it's still the same idea. And I think that's another interesting way and fun way to reboot franchises that gives you, I think a little bit more freedom and flexibility to do different things. So then I have a question. Okay. Going back to what you said earlier mm-hmm. about the sequel trilogy of Star Wars yes. rebooting the franchise. Mm-hmm. We just talked this week about Fantastic Beasts yes. and where to find them, which in essence brings up reboots yeah. Harry Potter in some ways, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, again, it goes back to that definition of reboot. Sure. Like, I think f- in most typical senses, reboots are... All right, 20, 21 Jump Street was a reboot. I mean, it was an adaptation of the TV series, right? There wasn't a movie before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still a reboot of a property. But I think reboots can also, the definition can be expanded upon to include, when you're, when you, the, the, the definition of a reboot is to bring it back. So like if you're rebooting Star Wars in a sense, mm-hmm. you're still making a sequel to it. You're still following the chronology following the canon of the stories that have happened before but you're bringing it to life for a new audience with a new take um so to me it still falls under that reboot tag because it's not like it's something that came five years after the fact because that's still a sequel yeah but like something that is generational and like you know it, it's been it's been multiple years since we since we saw a previous uh, iteration or that takes us to a new time period okay. or includes different characters. That's to me where it falls under reboots. Mm-hmm. So it can be prequels, uh, spinoffs, I think could technically count as reboots. Like, you know, the men in the men in black idea they're discussing with mm-hmm. like Chris Hemsworth. It's they're calling it the men in black spinoff, but it's like, it's a reboot. Yeah. You're, you're using that name because it's recognizable and you want to live in that world. Yeah but you're still rebooting the franchise because you're, we don't know if it's acknowledging the previous films. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know a lot of those details, but you're still rebooting it and updating it for the the new audience. At minimum, 
what's the cutoff for reboots where it stops being a spinoff and becomes a reboot for the franchise? Because I think that's a really good point. Uh, I think it depends. Like, I think you're trying to do the math in your head between three and seven. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's the gap there? 24 years. Or no, from... Uh, from three to seven. Oh, from three to seven? Yeah. Uh, eight years. Okay. No, 11 years. Really? From 2004 to 2015. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah, like that's definitely... A reboot. Reboot. A decade then? Probably. Unless you're shooting Boyhood. Yeah, I guess. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, and, well, but, I mean, not even, because, like, Spider-Man's been rebooted three times in a decade. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's clearly not an issue. Like, the X-Men, they've been rebooted multiple times. Yeah. I mean, in different iterations, but they're also still in that same continuity, but they they did, like, the Star Wars thing. Like Precisely. You have a stretch of films. <clears throat> oh, reboot. Old, same characters, new actors. Different time period, different events, new audience. Which is an idea sort of, in, I mean, I think, when did First Class come out? 2011. Yeah, so this is sort of like an innovation of J.J. Abrams, really, <laughs> yeah. from Star Trek in his 08 entry. 09? 09 entry, yeah, where you take the original, mm-hmm. you twist it, you warp it somehow in his um, version, time travel and the destruction of Vulcan and the fallout from that. Over the next two films. Yeah. Uh, well, the first film and then the next two. Mm-hmm. So you you interrupt something that people already know and you take it on your own sidewinder. Is that a good way of saying it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. So I think, but like, ultimately, I mean, and, and trying to answer this question of what's the best way to reboot movie franchises, like you said, I don't think there's one singular way. And I think any of these ways can work. But it all comes down to the execution, obviously, because even though we've named good examples of ways to reboot franchises, there have uh, clearly been bad way, bad attempts to do it. I mean, Die Hard 4, Die Hard 5, both tried to pair John McClane up with a younger male lead, Justin Long in the fourth movie and then Jai Courtney in the fifth. Um, Neither of them worked. Indiana Jones 4, let's get Shia LaBeouf (laughs) in here as Indiana Jones' son. Doesn't work doesn't fit um and you can't continue that on and now they're getting indian jones 5 starting you know it's going to film next year who knows what they're going to do there because are you going to do a a complete reboot where you're not going to do a complete reboot because harrison ford's coming back but you're going to reboot it in some ways so that way you can do a young indiana jones and recast yeah or you have Indiana Jones go on one final adventure and he's paired up with another, with a younger person who he's like been mentoring and teaching and then they go out on their own adventures moving forward. Is that the way they do it? Like, and then the, we even get into the questions of like recasting, like, right. You know, is solo a Star Wars story a reboot? Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a spinoff. But see, precisely. Yeah, it's a tough um, one. But I know one really bad way okay. to do a reboot, especially over a somewhat beloved trilogy of that dual duology, dual of movies. And it's what the mummy tried to pull on us last summer. I was just thinking about that. Awful. First of all, they created their shared universe mm-hmm. before they even 
created a successful film. Yeah. Then they spent taking one of the most beloved Brandon Fraser movies of all time and destroying it with Tom Cruise. And I mean, Jack Johnson was there. He made it okay. But I mean, that thing goes haywire and it, it's all, and it makes some good innovations. Like Sophie Patella as the new mummy yeah. is creepy and extremely scary and great in that part. But everything else outside of it, like the essence of the mummy is like they're in this tomb and they're being haunted by it in some ways, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and they take, they did just take that all away. And it's like, Oh, so the mummy's going to destroy the city. And when does this stop being a disaster film? Right. And the, it, well, there's no even attempt at, of uh, play at nostalgia mm-hmm. in that film. And rightfully so, the Dark Universe has not been heard from since. Exactly. So thankfully, you know, uh, that franchise is gone. Because that franchise was going to be predicated on rebooting everything you've ever known. Yeah, all um, the classic monsters. Right. So if they, they're screwing the pooch the first time around, mm-hmm. why even go for it? Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Ultimately, again, I think it's tough to actually answer this question in a definitive way of it's not a, you know, yes or no question. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's so many different types out there and there's so many different ways you could define a reboot or even look at them that, again, it all comes down to that execution of these ideas. But I think personally, in my mind, what's the best way to do them is to do a passing of the baton sort of idea where, and I think that's what most reboots ultimately are. They're not just, I mean, unless you're like a complete reboot, which is more online of a remake, um, which again, that is, that's, that's a difficult line to, <laughs> to figure out where, right. what, when a movie crosses into a remake instead of a reboot, or if they're actually just the same thing. It depends on the similar structure of plot. I guess so. I mean, really, I don't, I don't know. I, there's also, I think to me, when you say, Oh, we're going to reboot this. It, is with a franchise in mind. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, we're going to reboot. Um, what is that? Anne Hathaway movie, dirty, they're, uh, nasty women or whatever it's called. They're, they're doing a updated version of dirty rotten scoundrels, but I wouldn't say it's a reboot of that because it's like, it's just going to be like a film precisely. But like yeah. oceans eight is, is that a remix? I don't know. It's been 10 years, so it would be a reboot, but it's also still in the same story universe. So I guess that's the baton thing as well, because we know Clooney or no Clooney's dead, but Damon is allegedly making a cameo. So there's the baton. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I would say it's, yeah, I'd say it's a reboot because again, you're using new characters, same universe, but you're trying to recapture the essence and those ideas and those characters. Not so, much like you're not rebooting it in the sense where, all right, we're getting another person to play the, like the, there was the, that original oceans 11 movie, yeah, which they remade mm-hmm. in an updated setting using yep. the same character names, I believe. Right. Um, but with completely different actors, updated settings, that's a remake. They are rebooting the oceans franchise now with oceans eight to let it carry on. And if they do three films, it's Oceans 8, 9, 10, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13. Sorry, I just caught that. And then in 20 years, they can do a 14, 15, 16 (laughs) with... Everyone. The kids 
that it's like, oh, this is actually the grandson to Danny Ocean. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And it begs the question, when did he have grandchildren? And then, you know, it all goes from there. Yeah. Then we get, then we get the prequel spinoff movie of Danny's life after Ocean's 13. So it's called like Ocean's like 13 and a half. Right. And so it's like setting up like his family life, but like, again, obviously he has to go on one last job and like, but it's a, it's a solo mission and that's how like, and then like he has to leave his family behind, but then because he leaves his family behind, like, and he gets caught and he dies and in that, that uh, attempt, his like kid always like is angry about that. And he's like, Oh, I hate my dad. He left me. But then like, so I'm going to be a better thief than he is. And that's how we move forward with Oceans. 2020. 2025. Got it. Right. Perfect. So, yeah, I mean, is there, I mean, since we can't, I don't necessarily know if we can say there's a best way. Is there, is the baton the personal preference for you? It is the personal preference for me. Or the, the yeah, I think it's the best way to go about it when you can. Especially if you're continuing a franchise or you're continuing to play off of an element. Um Alien's a good example. Everything from there has technically been baton. Yeah. Um, even if the films that they've done lately have been from behind the starting point or mm-hmm. behind what you thought was the starting point with Prometheus and um, Covenant. Yeah. And I mean, we're getting the uh, the Predator reboot this year. That's right. Shane Black. Um, you know, we just reviewed Tomb Raider, which is technically a mm-hmm. reboot. Um, of that franchise um, as well. So, like, we're only going to continue to get more of these. I'd still be interested to see that Michael B. Jordan uh, Matrix yes. reboot. I mean, Some even only more popular now. Even the Jared Leto Tron reboot, you know, piqued my interest a little bit. So Right, and the Jared Leto Blade, I mean, technically Ryan Gosling Harrison Ford Blade Runner, but yeah. as well uh, turned out to be but terrific. I, I don't know if that's a reboot, though. It's not. It's a... It's a baton, but it's just the most exaggerated example of one we have of uh, a 30-year film. Yeah. That's the weird thing because, like, in my head, like, episode seven, it's like, that's a reboot because, like, you're obviously going to make more and more and more. Mm -hmm. Blade Runner, they're probably not going to make a Blade Runner 2050, you know? They're not going to make another one of those most likely. So, like, it's a long-awaited sequel? Yeah. Like Zoolander 2 or Anchorman 2 or Dumb and Dumber 2. Like those aren't rebooting it, you know? So perhaps we're blurring the line between sequel, reboot, remix, and remake. Yeah. And <laughs> There's a lot of technicalities. There are all these ideas out there. And, you know, when you're playing with people's nostalgia, we're playing with people's emotions and impressions from films that they've felt for. That's why the Ghostbusters thing came across mm-hmm. really wrong for a lot of people was because that first movie is a way to remember like, you know, Bill Murray and his yeah. prime comedy years, as well as uh, the director whose name I cannot Blanking believe I'm forgetting. It. Yeah. Um, gosh, I'll hate myself later. But, you know, so when you I do, have a name in my head, but I feel like it's wrong. So I'm not going to say it. So I'm just going to look it up instead. When you have like, you know, when you when you do something like that, um, you know, and, and you only show Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd in little bitty cameos instead of homaging. And yeah. And they're not the same characters. So exactly. like that's clearly a reboot precisely. So it's a, it's a dangerous thing to do. Um, obviously Ivan Reitman, Ivan Reitman. Okay. Yeah. 
That was not who I was thinking of. So, you know, it's 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 tricky. It is. Um, but it is what it is. Right. When you're dealing with a generational thing, pander a little bit, but also let them know who cares. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's the last Jedi formula right there. Yeah. Here's Luke. Eh, let, let, the, the same. let the past die. Kill if you have to. Exactly. Uh, maybe that's a, the, the motto for reboots, you know, just yeah. bring it back, but then just move on very quickly, right. which again, going back to Creed 2, maybe doesn't look like we're really going to go with that. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll find out. Fingers crossed on that one. Uh, Wait, fingers crossed that Rocky dies or fingers crossed. They don't, they're not just like playing like the greatest hits album of Rocky. Okay. And yeah. like Rocky two or not in Creed two. And then in hopefully more Creed movies mm-hmm. and All eventually one directed by Ryan Coogler again. Right. Cause that'd be excellent. Precisely. So, uh, yeah, that's our big question. Honestly, we didn't really answer it, but we gave it a. We there gave it is a, no answer. We gave it a good shot. Uh, so that's all you can really ask for. Um, we'll be back next week with another review, mm-hmm. um, as well as another edition of the big question. If you guys haven't already, we had our review of Tomb Raider out. We did an emergency episode about the new Avengers Infinity War trailer, which was awesome. Um, so if you guys have listened to those. Go check those out. And then if you have any thoughts about what we should maybe do for future episodes of The Big Question, we're always looking for ideas, um, especially timely ones. So if you have one, especially if it isn't like Marvel, DC, Star Wars related, uh, send it to us. Give us your thoughts. Uh, you can give it to us um, but at Friends and Film on Twitter. You can follow me personally on there as well at MovieCooper and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get at me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. Thanks again for tuning in to the Friends from a Podcast. Josh. And never forget that awful Planet of the Apes Mark Wahlberg reboot. Ooh, yeah. But the new ones, great reboots. Love them. And on that note, be sure to turn next week for our future episodes.